and welcome to the Money Magic Podcast with Vangile Makwakwa. This is the podcast where we talk about trauma and how it affects our finances and our lives. I help women of color unlock ancestral wisdom so they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income, and live their best lives. This podcast was birthed when I started having conversations with private clients and students in my online courses about the remarkable shifts they'd had in their finances and started receiving feedback and updates from people on how these conversations were helping them understand their family dynamics and financial behavior. I've seen how unlocking ancestral wisdom has helped me pay off $60,000 in debt, buy property, launch and grow my company Wealthy Money into a six-figure business in US dollars as I travel and live in various countries on the globe. I've lived in over eight countries and traveled to many more as I built this company. My intention with this podcast is to provide you with weekly episodes that help you understand the importance of healing and help you understand your relationship with money better so you can start making different financial decisions and creating a life you love for yourself and future generations. So without further ado, let's get started and dive into this week's episode. Money magicians, how are you? God, let me readjust. My tripod is broken, I think. So I'm having to do a whole new way of doing these lives without a tripod. Um, I don't know where I'm going to get a tripod in Sri Lanka. I have to really go ask some friends and see where people are going to send me uh, where they're going to tell me to go in Colombo. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) If you've just joined us, my name is Vangile Makwakwa and I'm the host at the Wealthy Money Magicians Group. I'm also the founder of Wealthy Money. I teach women to unlock their uh, ancestral money trauma so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts and live their best lives. And today's literally the first time in like years that I've introduced myself in this group. But I'm like, oh my gosh, this group is growing. We're at like 2,300 people. Just last week, we had like 2,100 people. So I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's growing. It's in some months, then in other months. So, and I guess like there's a lot around uh, the fact that like we're posting more, I'm doing more Twitter threads. Hey! Okay, so um, let's talk about something that I feel like we never really get to talk about often because so often we talk about saving money and getting out of debt. And actually, to be honest, I'm much more on 
an expansion journey and so are the money magic students so let me explain expansion it's about increasing income increasing income streams increasing passive income so really this concept of creating generational wealth right love saving right that's super important because it's like your savings are going to help you with your investments but also it's easier if i'm saving 10 percent of say 10,000 rand or a thousand US dollars that's a if I'm saving 10% of $10,000 every month, that's a thousand dollars or 10,000 rand a month, right? Like a hundred thousand, 10% of a hundred thousand rand. So we need to start also talking a lot about expansion and income. So I'm going to quickly talk about, um, also just income goals. Cause I hear a lot of people will be like, Oh my God, I set this income goal of like, $20,000 a month, 500,000 rand a month and not a problem. I'm feeling it. I'm so positive about it. But really your subconscious mind is so completely divorced from that income goal. It feels okay because it feels absolutely impossible. So your subconscious mind just completely divorces from it. So you have no connection to that goal. So that's also something to understand right when we're setting income goals another thing is let's say we do set goals that we feel connected with so the journey then becomes about connecting with the goal right sitting so i want you guys to look at the income goals that you've set for january and i'm going to take you through what i always do with the bank challenge as well in this video it's just like literally a two minute snippet because i can't do the work that i do in the money magic course in this video there's a reason why my course is lifetime access right why the money magic course is lifetime access because we're not doing this work like once off and then oh my god i found the holy grail and everything is great goal and then just feel into the body so i always say this the body never lies i say this in the money magic course as well to all the students it all comes down to the body so your mind can create stories and we are so good at buying into the stories and the beliefs that our mind tell uh, that our mind tells us and what most of us do sorry let me just quickly uh do something here i'm gonna Okay, I am back. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to change to stronger Wi-Fi. Uh, oh, so you say, in Noglunga, you say, uh, wait, someone, is it Facebook? I don't know. Facebook just said to me, Noglunga, Tendi, and uh, Andile are watching with me. Okay, why did I suddenly lose light? Wait, guys, bear with me. You know how I am, right? It's lighter. Okay. <laughs> Less dim. Okay. So, okay. So where was I? Okay. So back at the idea of your income goal. So I want you to look at your income goal and I want you to just spend the next week and just sitting with it for five minutes a day, right? You're just going to feel into your body around. You're going to look at this income goal and you're going to say, I'm excited about this income or whatever affirmation you want to do. I don't really like affirmations. Everyone that knows me knows I don't like affirmations, right? But I'm trying, uh, but this actually, this exercise actually works with whatever you want, whatever part 
positive spin you want to put on this income goal. And then I want you to feel into your body. Remember, the body never lies. So your entire goal with this is not to change the sensations in your body. It's not to change the breath in your body. And I'd really, really love to encourage you guys to post what comes up for you after you do this exercise in this group, right? Levo Khan, you say, I'm here. Hi, Levo. So yeah, so it's, um, I really, really want you to, and I want you to do this exercise and I'll tell you why I'm asking you to do this. And then I'll share some of my journey, which the Money Magic students have been seeing. And I'm just like a mess. I'm still a mess, by the way. I'm not, I'm smiling today because Oh my God, like some incredible stuff is happening as I'm doing the inner work, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, I used to think to reach my income goal for the year, I needed like tons and tons of, well, not tons and tons, but quite a few, um, I needed to do quite a few things. And then yesterday, the universe was like, here, to get to a quarter of your income goal, you just need one kick-ass client. And maybe even this one client can up-level and like fulfill your entire income goal in like half the year. And I'm just like, how is this even possible? I thought this was the biggest income goal that I've set by far, you know, really by far. And now I'm learning that actually, you know, sometimes you think something is bigger than it really is. And I guess by most standards, the income goal is big, even by US standards, European standards, etc. But then the universe is showing me that there's so many other ways as we get out of our own way. And it's not even that, it's that um, as you work through the beliefs that you have, the way that you respond to situations starts to shift because our trauma influences the way that we react to things, the way that we perceive ourselves and how we then present ourselves in certain situations, even with these high profile clients, etc. So anyway, I let's go back to this concept of feeling into your body. So look at your income goal and you can even do it now after this video, right? Just feel into your income goal and just feel, I feel excited about this income goal, right? So for most people after a few days, and this happens to almost all the Money Magic students, right? No matter where they are in their journey, like even if they're already making like six-figure US dollars, every year or like millions in South African rands, most react in the same way. Suddenly they realize that the body is not feeling as excited about this goal, just like how, just like what happens with the bank account challenge, right? So most of us are in our heads and we're like, oh my God, I am excited about this goal. And worse, we're not even really feeling how we feel about this income goal. We are forcing ourselves to feel okay, to feel grateful, to visualize the goal. We're not listening to the messages that our bodies send about the actual income goal, right? So let me share my story so that you guys can understand what I mean by that. So I set my income goal, shared it in the student group, was super duper excited about it, actually wasn't feeling any type of way about it, right? 
And then I started doing the work, right? So then I did what I teach, which is I started sitting with it. And the more I sat with it, the more I realized that my entire body and my entire nervous system wasn't okay. In fact, if my spirit and my soul could jump out of my body, that's the experience that I was having, right? And that came from a place of, it doesn't feel safe to expand beyond where I'm at. That it feels very comfortable to be in this zone and in this area that I'm playing in, right? So um, a lot of times it's coming from this place of, well, there's a lot of family beliefs. We've seen certain things around expansion or we've created certain beliefs or maybe we've tried this and failed before or maybe we've gone to that level of expansion and been burnt before. There's so many different reasons, right? So, and when it doesn't feel safe, um, so I'm just going to talk about the safety because that's what I've been working with for the last three weeks. Yes, like I'm literally sitting with the same meditation and going into different memories and layers of those memories because it literally doesn't feel safe so if you find yourself setting an income goal and the income and you're doing everything and you're finding it hard to up level to that income right and you're doing all the right things quote unquote right you're following what the experts are telling you practically you're doing all the business things you're marketing your little heart out you're putting out all the facebook posts you're doing all the things on twitter and instagram you're doing all the advertising and still nothing is moving right i'm here to say most times it's never a the external thing and it's never even about the money it's time to go within and start doing the inner work right so if you know and you have gotten all the degrees you know the practical things when people bring up marketing you can quote the theory all that and you're doing it but you're not seeing results let's try the inner stuff right let's work with the inner stuff and same at work you're doing everything you're showing up promotions are not showing up the money or promotion is showing up but the money isn't matching with that and just the entire income goal is not happening let's start doing the inner stuff right so anyway knowing what i know right i'm like okay let's just <laughs> do the work. So I announced in the Money Magic student group that I'm going to be sitting with the vow of invisibility work and the not good enough meditation. I just chose the two meditations that felt like maybe this could be it. And boy, was I not ready. Right. So the more I felt into my body and it's crazy, even with I've got two coaches, right? So with both my coaches, it's like literally we keep working on the right side of my body. Like the right side of my body, I've been to acupuncture. I've shared this already, right? Like acupuncture, physiotherapy, I'm doing it all. And the right side of my body is still like, oh, and it's fine. It's like the upper part of my body excellent right like get below the tummy all the way down my entire hip leg foot area Whew. even this morning i was just laying there because i decided to focus on a particular thought which is a thought that came up in meditation which is it's not safe to achieve more than my mother right 
and my entire hip area and my foot area literally went into the most intense pain. I sat like that. I was literally lying on the bed and just observing the pain for two hours until I could uh, get up again. I mean, I've been going through this for like three months, right? And it takes as long as it takes. I mean, all the healers, even the physiotherapist is like, I think it's psychosomatic. I'm like, oh, freaking hell. So doing the inner work and I am seeing a shift. It's not as fast as I want it to be, but it is there. Anyway, the body doesn't lie. So sitting with this income goal, the things that kept coming up, the more I went into the meditations and into the body was it's not safe, right? It didn't feel safe for me. It's still, I guess, a part of me still doesn't feel safe, right? And Although like it's feeling safer than it was, like it's feeling like 90% safer than it felt like in December, right? But today, but it took for, it's taken a while. So for me, I'll explain where this belief comes from, right? It's not like in my family, people were saying, oh my gosh, it doesn't feel safe. Okay, so Caroline just sent me a message to say this is so insightful. I have no clue what that is about about so i'm guessing she's responding to the video but anyway um okay so what was i talking about i get inboxes as i do these videos i get comments i really prefer the comments right guys but yeah if people don't want to respond via in uh, via comments it's okay it's like yeah i do prefer comments though so um oh god where was i again okay so back to um, the body. So growing up, what I saw, and I think I've shared this before, but again, this work is so layered. I only get to understand, even though I coach my clients through this, I'm like, oh, I've done my work through that. And then it comes back to me in the meditations that I'm still holding on to this fear. Growing up, what I would see is as my mom and so my mom and my uncle were the two siblings out of all their siblings that were making money and were the breadwinners and they were looking after my cousins. And at one point, my mom had no job and had no money to buy food and had no money, period. So we moved in with my uncle and my uncle was taking care of us, right? But what I constantly saw is instead of the other siblings who were relying on my uncle and my mom for financial support and uh, my cousins as well relying for financial support. So the breadwinner story is that everybody would re would respond with deep resentment. Not only would there be deep resentment in my family, there was a lot of violence and a lot of it was not just verbal violence or emotional violence. It was also physical violence, like people beating each other up because you think you're better than. So every time someone succeeded in the family, it wasn't a cause for celebration, right? Especially with my uncle and my mom, it was always like this concept that you are succeeding. Your success is almost showing us up. It's making us feel bad and it's making us that you think that you're better than us. You just got this new car. And now because you have this new car, you think you're better than us. Now that you've got this new house, you think you're better than us. So it was your kids are going to these private schools and they're going to these white schools. So you think you're better. So you and your kids think that 
you're better than us, right? So by default, so instead of like expanding and holding each other in the expansion, it's always like being apologetic. And if you carry on thinking that you're better than, you will be, for me anyway, at least for my sister and I, because we were the young ones, you will be slapped and reminded that you're not better. You know, just because you speak that English and because you look the way you look or whatever, you are not better. Just because your parents have something more than my parents, you are not better, right? So, and Levantle, hi. So, yeah, so there is this concept that your expansion means that you're better. And not only that, beyond that, what I saw happen is that, um, when the when the other siblings did succeed in terms of my uncle and my mom, then like other siblings would then chip in and take what they had, right? There would be uh, monies taken, there would be cars taken and sold, like heartbreaking story, like both my mom and my uncle had their cars both taken and sold by their younger brother, right? So Lebakanya, like my network, oh, sorry. So they had their cars taken by their younger brother and sold and nothing could be done because my grandmother was like, oh, it's your sibling, really look after them. And I know my story is not that unique in uh, South Africa, right? We understand the sibling rivalry and the breadwinner story and everything that goes with it. I'm just sharing my story so that you guys can understand what I'm about to share with the trauma that came up and how my inner teen and my inner child then perceive that. Because remember, children don't have this deductive logic that we have as adults. Children go from, this is what happens when you make more and you achieve more than everyone in the family. So, and this is how people respond because as a child, your family is your world. And so that becomes part of your story. And that story runs throughout your entire adulthood, right? So observing this as a child, I'm like taking all this in and I'm constantly being told that don't be, you think you're better, you think you're better and we're going to beat that bitterness out of you, right? And I mean, this is consistent and constant. This is why I was in therapy by the time I was in grade um, grade nine. I started therapy by the time I was 15 and I was struggling with depression because the messages I'm getting from my mom and my dad is like, expand, you want to be the best you can be. And then I'm coming home and it's like that bitterness, that's the thing that we're going to beat out of you, right? So as an adult, I often see myself as, oh, I want to be awesome. I want to expand, but oh my God, I don't want to be because I don't want to be perceived as better. I don't want people to think of me as, oh my God, she thinks she's all that. Oh my God, she thinks she's better than all of us. Oh my gosh, because I still carry that trauma and that story. And for me, that trauma and that story often came with a lot of like verbal abuse, a lot of emotional abuse, and sometimes a lot of like physical abuse from my cousins who are older, delivering slaps or just being bullied, all that, right? So, I see that, right? So 
Now I'm like, oh, I want to expand to this next level. Do you think my inner child having and my inner team having received all those messages about expansion are jumping for joy, right? You think like I'm thinking, oh my God, my entire network, my family even, or really this was my mom's side of the family, right? My dad's side of the family, completely different story. Expansion is uh, validated rejoiced, we're constantly in the WhatsApp group, we're screaming for joy, we're loving things, we're sending each other things. My siblings too, right? Like I have the most incredible siblings. I'm never even going to hold that against them. In fact, they are helping me put together the proposal for the client. It's like my brother is like this financial whiz kid, right? My sister is incredible with branding and marketing. You guys know, honey, right? I've got another brother. You guys, it's just, but that doesn't take away from what my inner teen and my inner child experience, bearing in mind that my siblings were also little kids, right? So it's not, and I'm the older one. So it's not like <laughs> any of us were, at least for my sister and I, that we were protected in any way. So we're all at least honey and I, I I suspect, I don't know about Honey, right? Like she shares in the group as well. And sometimes she shares, she's on her own journey as well. She does the money magic work and she comes to her own different traumas. But it's that um, we have, we all have our own kind of trauma. So anyway, this expansion goal, my view of expansion isn't like, oh my God, this is amazing. Because what did I see as a child growing up, right? It's that expansion triggers family dynamics from how, right? It, so someone said, uh, blew me a kiss, hi, Mukete. So, uh, yeah, so expansion leads to, so, so my view is expansion leads to sibling rivalry, expansion leads to people having meltdowns, to people stealing your stuff, to your hard-earned work, like literally coming home. I kid you not, like we would sometimes come home and my uncle's furniture would be gone and it wouldn't be thieves. It would be other family members or his younger brother. And a lot of that is coming from the sibling rivalry. I'm going to teach you a lesson that you are not better than. Like, why do you think that you can achieve this? Because you're not better than. And we experience these dynamics in different ways as breadwinners, right? But yeah, it can become very, so I think, we went to the very intensely toxic uh, way, right? But so what I saw was that, oh, relationships break down from expansion or people cannot handle your expansion. So how I view expansion at the deepest level and why it doesn't feel safe for me is that even the tribe that I love will turn against me if I expand. Even if they're not violent, they can become um, like sort of violent in their words. They can become violent emotionally, all sorts of things. So it doesn't feel safe to expand. So in that case, do you think that if inner teen me and inner child me is carrying the story and totally in control of expansion at that point, adult me is going to be like, 
Yay! I'm loving this expansion. Yes, let's find all these incredible ways and let's take action to make this income goal. Because literally, I wrote down the strategy. Soon as the strategy was on paper, I even did a call with Mizo, triggered her. She started having her own triggers and she was like, oh my God. So I was just like, we can't do work in January. I can't, like nothing in me. Like I haven't been able to respond to people for January. I've literally, but I've been honest, right? I've sent people emails and just said, I can't do it. Like I'm having a full on emotional meltdown. Just wait for me. I'm doing my inner work. Bless their hearts. Most of them have no clue what the hell I'm talking about. But, you know, I just figured just put it out there. Like I'm going to be back and ready to actually do what I said I wanted to do and follow up with you. But now it's like I am in the throes of the anxiety and the fear. Why? Because the role of fear and anxiety is that it keeps you stuck. So my fear and anxiety is coming from it is just not safe. And it's coming from inner child trauma. And my inner child formed a very, very clear story, right? First story was it is not safe to expand beyond my family. So I worked on that story right? And then it was safe enough to expand to where I've expanded, which is already beyond where my family has expanded. But now for some reason, going beyond this and wanting even more, right, is like, <gasps> wait a minute, my family never owned buildings in the inner city. Like I want to own buildings in the inner city. I want to own land in Sri Lanka, in foreign countries. What the hell? My inner team is not having it. That's a level of expansion that is definitely beyond the comfort zones of what my family has done, right? So it doesn't feel safe. And not only that, it is not safe for me to achieve more than my mother. So most of the Money Magic students have seen how that belief has played out. I couldn't understand and nor could my coaches understand why the heck I've been doing so the very most. So last year I shared how I overgive, right? Like before I could renovate my apartment in Cape Town, I had to renovate my mother's house. Hey, Evelyn. So I had to renovate my mother's house. And I didn't understand why. My coaches couldn't understand why. I mean, like, imagine having a money coach. You guys have a freaking business goal to do A, B, C, D. You'll do the house renovation. You'll go into property. It's all making sense in the entire session. Then you walk away from the session and the next thing, like two weeks later, you're like, yeah, that entire 80,000, 100,000 that I'd set, uh, set aside for a down payment on the house, not happening. It's going to my mother's account. Ta-da! <laughs> right? Because I am renovating my mother's house. Why? Because I have this deep belief that I cannot achieve more than my mother. Right? It is not only I cannot achieve, it is not safe to. There's a long history around me and my mom's relationship that makes it extremely unsafe for my inner child and my inner teen and how they perceive safety around my mother. Right? And it also comes from in the same way that my mom grew up in this environment that you are gonna you think you're better than you think that someone who grows up in that environment and has been parented by a 
father who did that to his own kids because my aunts and uncles and cousins didn't just come to this belief by themselves it's like i had a grandfather like that right so he did that to his kids as well you think you're better than or you must be better than operating from this deep not good enough story so my mother having uh experienced that kind of abuse from her siblings the way that she parented us was also along a similar line because we parent our kids kids in the way that we have seen ourselves be parented, right? In the way that we have experienced parenting, right? So when this belief came up for me, it was kind of shocking, right? I mean, it's come up in the last um, two days, came up Tuesday during um, the not good enough meditation again. So the way that the money magic meditations are designed is that the more you do the meditation, the deeper you go into the meditation, which is why when you see someone who's like been on the same meditation for three weeks and they like just start bursting out into tears for no reason, just hold that person. Like they've gone into the deepest parts of their psyche that they didn't even know existed. And that's been me, right? The last few weeks, I'm just like, I'm, I'm just not okay. I'm just not okay. Like literally I voice note my coach like 11 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes of voice notes in WhatsApp. It is crazy. I'm like, I am not okay. I am falling apart today. It's all like a mess. I can't even believe why I'm doing this work. But anyway, what came up for me in this memory as I'm looking, and it's not even a violent memory. It's a memory of me and my mom in the therapist's office. I'm like in grade 10 at this point. So I'm like 15 or 16. I'm in grade 10. My therapist has decided after a year of therapy that it's time to up it a, a notch and bring my parents into the sessions because my depression is worsening at like intense speeds, right? So, and after the session, they actually gave me three months off from school and asked my dad to come pick me up and take me to my grandmother's place because they started, my therapist started to understand that there were so many dynamics at play that she couldn't even understand. But no violence, no shouting, no anything. It's peaceful. But my mom is telling my therapist so much. And a lot of the stuff that's coming up is an attack and designed to humiliate me, to basically discredit everything that I'm feeling. And apparently in that moment, my inner teen started to realize that it is not safe, right? That somehow being more than my mother, doing more than my mother, that my mother has kind of taken on these beliefs from the family because these are after all ancestral beliefs. They've been passed down from generation to generation. And I can literally tell you how parenting from now I can, right? Because I've done the work, how my grandfather's parenting impacted the way my mom parents and hopefully it doesn't impact how I parent. I can only just hope that the work works in that case, right? I mean, the Money Magic students who are parents tell me it is incredible and it works. So yay, I'm hoping, but until I'm a parent, I don't know. And I'm hoping, so I'm, I can only hope, right? But anyway, back to this point is that I start to realize that actually achieving more than my mother is not safe. Why is it not safe? Because 
actually a lot of things. If she doesn't feel safe within my achievements, she will do whatever it takes to discredit me and she will, she will perceive it as an attack on her. And the Money Magic students have seen this. When I was actually renovating my mom's house, I ended up having to take my mother to court. That's a whole other story, right? It was a village court. There was a lot of things and we're good, right? We're good because the, it's a village court and they, all explained, everyone saw the sense and they helped my mother see stuff, right? So they didn't find her, there wasn't anything, they sat her down and the elders explained exactly where she was coming from and they literally told her this. They said, you are attacking your own daughter for her expansion and it's not becoming for a mother, you know? And I remember, I can still see my mother literally like just sitting in that chair and around the elders and just having this shock to a system and because the villagers know my mom's history and they've seen it they explain that the way she was treating me now is the way that they have seen her family treat her right and that has that was really super helpful because that allowed the entire renovation the retreats everything to happen and shame the poor money magic students i was on like the phone the whole time i'm like oh my god i'm doing this i'm like because i'm like where i'm at a standstill i have a business to run etc right so it's just, um, Evelyn, you say you're already healing those parenting patterns. Not really. There's this belief that awareness is the first step. Yes, it is. But healing, awareness and healing are two totally different things. I promise you, right? So I love that I'm so aware of it. And I'm just hoping that as I do more of the inner work and I'm healing, it heals. But like I said, I don't know. All I know is I've got the tools. So thank God. And I'm surrounded by a tribe of incredible black women in the, in the student group that are parents and are changing deep parenting stories and generational stories. And I really, um, uh, and I really also want to be able to heal that. Right. And I feel like when I get to the parenting journey, they, I can tap into that tribal wisdom or collective wisdom for lack of a better word to actually start healing as well so i will learn as i often do from these incredible women so anyway i carry the story that it is not safe to achieve more than my mother so how has the story played out <laughs> now that like my coaches and I finally understand why I make the crazy decisions I make when it comes to my mom it's that before because I can't achieve more than my mother before I can achieve anything my mother must achieve it as well this is really important, right? Before I can achieve anything, my mother must also achieve that thing as well. So before I could take that money to renovate my apartment in Cape Town, I had to ensure that my mother's house was renovated. I could not renovate for myself before my mother renovated her house, right? Because I cannot achieve more than my mother has achieved. 
happy. I always wanted to renovate my mom's house, right? So I am super happy that I did that. I do not have an ounce of regret. But what did really make me wonder was why I chose to go against the original plan, which was to first renovate my house and do the things that needed to be done and then come back and help my mother and say, if at first my mother has to do that. I wanted to go to Inthekin for the one week of uh, Kundalini womb massages, right? So what did I do last year? You guys saw me. I still haven't been to Inthekin, by the way. I still haven't gifted myself that Kundalini womb massage. I mean, there's been students for the last retreat. We had the retreat at Inthekin where you get your five-hour massages and my um, and at all the Wealthy Money retreats, that's now part of the entire retreats that you get the massages daily. Or we'll skip a day just so that the massage therapists get a day of rest but basically you get up to eight days or five hours of massage. And the idea is it's kundalini womb massages. So you're going into the womb and healing the womb at deep levels as we do the money work and do breath work and all the healing work, right? So instead of me saying, oh, you need the self-care go to Inthekin, what do I do? Because I cannot achieve more than my mother has achieved. I gifted my mom two weeks at Inthekin so that I could justify my going to Inthekin later on, right? So now it's funny, I couldn't do, I couldn't even imagine myself going to Inthekin. So my mom had to go for two weeks to the point where at Inthekin, already when my mother was here, my the right side of my body was giving me issues uh, like my right leg. And the manager, Wanvisa, the owner of Inthekin, literally forced me. She was like, you have done enough. I've been watching you and you, you're always talking about giving to your mother. I want you to come for this massage. You're coming. Your mom doesn't need more days. You're coming to take some, oh, you're coming to take one day. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I went, right? But it was such, it was also for me, that's when I started to realize, because sometimes having outside people say to you, I'm seeing your issue. Are you seeing your issue? Do you realize that this is an issue? So when one visa was like, then I see your issue. I'm looking at you and I'm seeing how you operate, how before you give yourself anything, you're always talking about how your mom needs to have it. What is going on? And also I couldn't explain to her, but now I'm like, okay, there is this belief that I hold that it is not safe to achieve more than my mother. And what it, how it works out is before I allow, give myself a permission to expand or achieve something, I need to make sure that my mother has achieved it or expanded because I am holding myself to my mother's expansion. So if you can imagine how that story of expansion plays out, it means that I can only expand if I don't heal the story, right? And I don't allow it to start healing. And I'm pretty sure it's already started healing because there's all this epic stuff happening. So just in the meditations has already in the last three days just like blown my freaking mind right but it holding such a story means that my expansion 
is anchored to my mother's expansion. What happens though when our mothers are not expanding and are actually in contraction mode or also have a similar fear of expansion? Because my mother also has a deep fear of expansion that it is not safe to expand. She holds that story so deeply and it used to trigger me. But I understand where it's coming from, right? The more I've done the work, the more I've understood it because her expansion hasn't, my mother's expansion has never been rejoiced. It has never been celebrated. Her expansion has brought about insane chaos within her family. The family dynamics literally broke down, right? To the point where none of my mom's siblings speak to each other, right? None of them. It's like it's intense the family dynamics are so intense the expansion has just expansion of one sibling over another brought about so many issues because they none of them knew how to cope with their i am not good enough stories right so envy triggers etc eventually relationships were so broken they could not be mended because people said and did things to each other that you just can't take back after a while and it's just so traumatic so what happens in that case if i don't heal the story right it means that I will never allow myself to expand beyond whatever my mother does or everything that I do that I want to do for myself. I need to make sure that my mother does or has, right? So, which is great in some sense, but in some sense, there are things that my mother cannot do with me, right? I was sharing in the Money Magic store a group that I, I stopped doing TV interviews, I stopped doing radio interviews. There's so many things that I've stopped. Why? Because part of this thing is that my mother can't do those things. Like my mother hasn't written a book, my mother doesn't do the money work. So there's certain things that if I don't heal the story, it will keep playing out in the craziest ways instead of me making wiser financial decisions around investing in the property it will be oh I need to start off in the village even right now I'm sitting here and I'm thinking oh my gosh my obsession was to instead of buying a building in the CBD although it made more sense to buy the building in the CBD I've been obsessing about wanting to build in the village and my reason for wanting to build uh, send, uh, some of the houses that I want to build in the village which great it's I feel like it's a great strategy but it should definitely not be the first thing I do in terms of property if you guys understand what I'm saying right like there are things that are great ideas but there are things that have to come in that if you do one thing first it will give you the leverage to do the next thing and the next thing and I know that right I get coaching I get that but I was fighting for this village concept, right? And why? Because then my mother can look after the property and then she can earn an income from that and I can give her a percentage from the, uh, from the actual project. Do you guys see how that is actually beautiful, lovely, but it's actually also not making financial sense if I already know there's an easier way to get to the village project and it's so that it's not the first project and that I can't keep doing this if I'm running a business, right? So I hope this actually makes sense or it resonates and if I'm triggering you, I'm so sorry. I really want to encourage you to join the Wealthy Money Masterclass that I'm doing on Sunday. Oops, ah, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> that I'm I'm doing on Sunday so that is um, 
wealthy-money.com forward slash masterclass. Again, wealthy-money.com forward slash masterclass and um, join the Money Magic course. This is where all these revelations are coming from, right? This is where I'm starting to understand even my ancestral lineage and how deep my story of it's not safe comes from. I've always had the story of it is not safe to make more. It's not safe to receive. And at first it was, it's not safe. Hello, Kanya. So at first it was, it's just not safe to have money in my bank account, right? Now the story is it's not safe to expand, but it was never a concrete what is not safe and where is this feeling of not safe coming from? And for some reason, I always just assumed this was coming from <laughs> past life stuff and all that. But funny enough, this lifetime gives me enough to work with, apparently. Like, it's not always my past life. So let me see what you guys have been saying. So Tarisile, you say, hi, Van, this is resonating to current situations. Wait till you add in-laws to the mix. Oh, no, I cannot. Like, no way. <laughs> That's the one thing. Yeah, like I've dated someone with a similar, because what we don't heal the funny thing about life is that we will attract our mirrors, right? So what we haven't resolved within our money stories and traumas, we will uh, tend to attract, not always, but we tend to attract the mirrors of that, right? So we will attract the person with similar traumas. And even if this looks all good on the surface, as you go deeper, you realize, oh crap, the very thing that I'm running away from healing is the very thing that I am now in the midst of. And I attracted that years ago and I was really, really serious about this man. And I looked at the family dynamics. I was like, no, 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 no. I grew up with this, like I am not ready. And it was funny because he, what he was experiencing was exactly from his siblings and his family was exactly what my mom and my uncle had been experiencing. So I was like, oh my God, I'm with someone who is experiencing the very thing from their siblings, you know, like the family dynamics. It was crazy and scary and Luckily, I was starting to get more serious about the inner work and I was like able to just realize that, yeah, that scared me silly. So Lewakang, you say, what you're saying makes, makes sense that I didn't, make sense that I didn't know. Okay. Didn't know about. Okay. I hope that is, <laughs> um, I can understand because it's only now that I'm also starting to understand because um, the deeper, like I, I'm going to keep saying this, that the work is layered, right? So as you go deeper into the layers, you start to understand. And there's one thing that I'll also talk about, and then I'm going to cut this live video short because I went so long. I didn't expect to go to so long. So Shaya, you said, I want to watch this, but work. Watch after work. Evelyn, you say triggering. And Evelyn, um, you also, so no, Tabisile, you said, thanks for the triggers. Yeah. So guys, the other thing that I want you to be aware of, and I will talk about that as well, right, in another video. 
but it's the sense that as we expand, what we may feel is that when we're around our family and we've expanded and we've made all this money, etc., what may come up is an uncomfortable and uneasy feeling. And as you sit more with that feeling, it will you'll realize that it's a feeling of betrayal, like almost like your expansion feels like a betrayal to the very people that you love. And we'll ex and I'll expand on that soon around where this feeling of betrayal comes from, right? It's something that has, and the reason why I'm doing this video is because with my private clients, while I'm remembering about the betrayals, like it's almost like almost all my private clients have been talking about the sense of betrayal that they're feeling around expanding financially, right? Like as we go more into the goal and then they start getting the clients that they want or they start expanding, there's this feeling of there's a betrayal or they feel resistant to going home or to talking to their parents or talking to siblings and there's not an understanding of what that is. So sit with it, ask, uh, feel into the body and after a while, you may find that there's actually the sense of your expansion is a betrayal in some way. And we'll talk about where that comes from. So thank you so much. Remember, the masterclass is on Sunday, wealthy-money.com forward slash masterclass. It's not going to be as <laughs> intense as in, and as triggering, but we're just going to be looking at emotional intelligence around money, right? Which I think is a great first start when you're starting with the inner work. The trauma work is much more layered. It's much more intense. It's the it's a full body spiritual experience, and yeah, but so fulfilling, like healing on this level like leads to the most incredible insights and life changes even for me all i can say is i'm so so grateful to whatever deity ancestors whatever brought me to this work because today i was crying because i felt like after meditation i was like some of the things that are coming up i don't think I would be where I am today without the inner work. I don't, I know it. It's not, I don't think, I just know it. And I could see it today because now I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, I am going to expand. I will reach this income goal. And it may actually happen faster than I believe, but it will be because of the work, not because of the external things or because of my intelligence, because these are some things that I didn't even know were holding me back, right? It's the things that we don't know, we don't know that trip us up completely so anyway have a fantastic day guys give me feedback remember to sit with your income goal feel into your body and then feedback over the next few days as to how this feels in your body right bye i hope you enjoyed this week's episode if you find this podcast helpful and enlightening, please can you do me a favor and go leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes or leave a comment on YouTube. And of course, share it with your family and friends. I would really appreciate it because it would help other money magicians who are looking to change their relationship with money find this podcast, which would really make my day. Also, 
as a bonus, if you're interested in changing your spending habits, I have a complimentary ebook for you. You can download it at wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Again, wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Have a fantastic day further and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Money Magic Podcast.